Hey guys, Joshua Elin here, founder of Blokes, entrepreneur, health optimizer, everything about engaging the human body. If you're looking to be in better health and learn more about biohacking, then you should be listening to my boy, my friend at the Hack Life podcast, my good friend, Joel Evan. All right, I'm here with Josh Whalen. He is the CEO and founder of Blokes.co. For those of you that don't know, Blokes, Blokes is a virtual platform that provides game-changing treatments for guys and women. You're going to tell us about that, Josh. But what Blokes is, is the way I found Josh is it's TRT. It's prescription peptide therapy, uh, you know, that rocket fuel for life. And they offer personalized treatment plans on a one-on-one basis and one-on-one support. And it's all done in a, like, I don't want to say virtually, but you can get in-person blood draws through a lot of their lab partnerships. Really cool stuff. Josh, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Really appreciate it. Nice intro. Yeah. Um, really cool stuff that you're up to. And, you know, you know, me as a health coach, um, we got, we got connected and I was really excited to hear about the things that you're doing. And I think it's going to make a lot of changes as we just come out of the, well, you want to call it pandemic or just that virtual world and some of the things you were doing. Cause I know some of my clients, we were talking about this, have the issue of like getting blood draws and stuff. It's just yeah. not simple. But before we go there, talk about how you got started with blokes and really like why, because this isn't something you've been doing for your whole, your whole life. So like, yeah, no, how'd that man. all start? Well, you know, I've been an entrepreneur in healthcare for uh, almost eight years. I've been in healthcare for 14 years. I worked for a large medical device company called Stryker. Um, blokes was born out of my personal struggles and my personal journey. Um, what's interesting is my wife had a, a, a many, many sit downs and said, hey, man, if you don't get your shit together, if you don't have start having more sex with me, I'm going to divorce you. And that's the literal story. And that's the literal reason why Blokes was started. My journey was somewhat interesting and I would say somewhat complicated. And that's where I saw the opportunities in, in the holes and, and what I would say the hormone experience. I went to two different primary cares over a year and a half period. And I'm in my mid thirties trying to figure out what the hell's going on with me from a hormone perspective. Um, that said, my tests were coming back on the low side of the range. At that time, I didn't even know what the range was or what the proverbial number should be. Most guys don't. Yeah, they don't. And, and, and let's, 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 let's be honest. Who wants to live and breathe in a range? We want to be optimized. We want to feel right. optimal. Right. And uh, I was testing somewhere below 300 nanograms every time, which is really, really low for a guy in his mid thirties. And in what some people would consider the true classic case of hypogonadism. I didn't know why, but what I was told is I was fine. And what I was told on two separate occasions, I was fine. And you're on the low side of the range. Hey, you know, you should start doing a little bit of this, but it's okay. Nothing to worry about. Well, nothing changed in my life. Nothing changed. My sex drive didn't change. My belly fat didn't go away. My mental fog was there. I was working more than ever. So my stress levels were high. And then finally, I found a hormone expert that was about 35, 40 minutes from my house. I think he saved my life. He definitely saved my marriage because I was able to figure out what these hormones were, why they're important on on a day-to-day basis, why they're important in marriage. Um, But through that process, I I said, man, this has got to be easier. This has got to be done in, in ways that fits a busy schedule that fits a busy guy that that can still get good guidance and, and advice while incorporating really good medical solutions. And that's how Blokes was born. So huge. I love what you said, because there's a couple of things key that I think you said And one is thanks for being open with your story. It's like, Holy man. Um, I see on a health coaching basis. I see this all the time. And a lot of the people I work with in the weight loss and what you said is so key. Cause you know, 
<laughs> when these health issues, right? it's not just like, oh, I just need to lose some weight or, oh, my testosterone is just a little low. No, it bleeds into everything in your life. You as an entrepreneur are not as vibrant. You can't have the, the sex and the, and the marriage that you should have in that thriving state. And I always see that. And so it's like when clients, it's so much more than, than this little thing. And like you saw it, like your marriage was, was, could, could have been ruined. And I'm really just glad, like now these are why people like you are being disruptive in the industry and are helping a lot of people. So it's nice. The other thing that you said I thought was key is this normal range. I hear this all the time. Guys tell me, yeah, well, like I'm at 300 or whatever, but my doctor won't put me on anything. That to me is ridiculous. Like there needs to be, um, like you said, the care is not, that's, you're not caring for this patient. Like you're, you're on the low end, but we're not going to take care of you. Like that's like fire that doctor, right? Get no, out. man, that you're 100% right. So What's interesting, and in, in, in what I said earlier, is I was always working. Let, let's just take for a simple phrase. My glass was always full, right? Anytime I put a piece of another you know, drip of water, it was overflowing. What I found when I started to figure out my hormones and started to balance, my glass was maybe half full, right? So anytime that I added something new, anytime I added more anxiety or more stress, I was able to deal with it that much better. And that's the easiest and, and best analogy I can give with balanced hormones. You can deal with life better and, and, and approach things differently with a, with a more you know level head because I was... I was scatterbrained, man. I was, I was doing things out of impulse. My, my, my temper was off. My mood was off. Very, very agitated. I wasn't lifting. I wasn't doing the things I needed to do. And when I finally got them dialed in, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this, is a, this is a brain exploding moment. And, uh, you know, it was great, man. So the, the range thing I think is, is, is interesting, man. I think healthcare has failed us in, in many, many capacities. And I've been in this industry for 14 years, dude. And I've seen everything from, you know, surgeries, uh, you know, spine surgeries to, you know, regenerative medicine cases to stuff like this, which I consider preventative and proactive. But, you know, I'm not sure who's to blame. I'm not sure if it's insurance. I'm not sure if it's archaic beliefs and, and not keeping up with times and proactive and preventative healthcare. But, you know, we as a consumer, we as a patient have to own that journey now more than ever because there are outlets there are ways for people to optimize their life and it doesn't have to break the bank every time. Yeah. Well said. And I mean, it's companies like blokes and uh, also the sister company you can talk about. We'll talk about also that you're serving women now too, with the same kind of format with men. Um, yeah. This is what we need. We need more of this kind of disruption. You fill in the gap where we've been, we've it's failed. It's failed us. Um, you want to talk about just because I want to talk about a little bit about TRT and you want to just talk about just a couple of the protective mechanisms of TRT. I think there is a lot of, um, you know, Oh, like it's a bioidentical hormone and, and maybe, right. um, maybe that's not natural or so maybe I shouldn't be yeah. taking that Joel, yeah. you know, but what are some of the, maybe, maybe some of the myths around TRT that we don't know. And, and then also what are some of the protective mechanisms that we're seeing? Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, anything that we do at Blobs is bioidentical. So once it's in that body, it becomes bioidentical. Bioidentical has also become a big, you know, marketing term. But anything that you're going to get from a compounding pharmacy or a pharmacy is going to be a bioidentical, regardless of whether or not it's a pellet. So that's a good thing. Um, you know, re rephrase the other questions too. I'm, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just thinking because uh, I asked you like three different questions. No, it's okay. It's my fault. Uh, no, totally. You, you know, for, you were giving me praise before as Joe Rogan. Now I don't know if I, I might have. You got that. it. Yeah. No, it's my fault. Um, uh, so I, mean, I was, I was curious, like, 
first of all, let's talk about it. What are what are some of the big? Are there any other big myths about like just TRT totally. and like yeah. hormone supplement? You know, hormone taking hormones. Yeah. Like, what are like some of the big ones that you're hearing from guys that it's just absolutely not true? The, the the biggest one right now that we get on a regular basis is if I'm on TRT, do I have to be in a, on the rest of my life? And that is absolutely false. The, 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 it's, it's, it's one that even if you Google it, it, it might even drive you the other way to be optimized. It's unlikely that somebody, let's just take, for example, under 500 nanograms per deciliter is ever going to get to an optimal level. And what we consider optimized is somewhere between 800 nanograms per deciliter to 1100. You can get on TRT. You can get off TRT at any point. What happens when you get on some type of TRT that is under medical supervision, bioidentical, is more than likely your body's going to sh shut off the natural production of testosterone. But what happens when you get off is different. Your body will go back to producing your natural levels of testosterone, but it will never go back to that optimal level. It will go back to the levels more than likely of where you started TRT. Now, can you improve TRT over time? Absolutely. There's a lot of ways to do that. But most guys who are suboptimal, it's extremely hard to get to an optimal level and how we practice. Got it. That makes sense. I like that. Um, can you just also just talk about, again, testosterone, I find fascinating. There's a lot of protective yeah. mechanisms we see. Yeah. We know that testosterone, I think, if I remember correctly, it's found a lot. They're finding it in cardiac tissue for like totally. the heart. Um, yeah. And I don't know if you actually have anything just relating with, with uh, COVID. I mean, I think there's been some, yeah. I'm curious if there's yeah. anything there, but yeah, anything else that you've just seen in terms of, uh, we know testosterone, again, increase in testosterone is going to help with muscle building and lean yep. body mass. But yeah, what else could, would you say? Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, testosterone is a natural anti-inflammatory, right? So most guys need to understand that. Another big uh, natural anti-inflammatory is cortisol. But for men, testosterone is a big, big hormone, and it's actually very important in women too. If your body is, is living in a inflamed state, you're likely suffering from some type of low T as a male, right? And, and what, what, what's born in inflammation? There's tons of disease states that start there, whether it's gut inflammation, just overall body inflammation, stress. Um, so by having optimal testosterone levels, you're likely gonna have better, lower rates of inflammation. Um, and that's something people don't really talk about. You mentioned, you know, the, the C word, the COVID word. I know, I was, when, I when, Right? I, I, and, and honestly, we do have to be careful. And, and, and testosterone is by, by no means a cure for, uh, for, for COVID. But originally at the start of the pandemic, they thought that higher levels of testosterone were correlating with COVID, you know, more risk COVID cases. There's now studies proving that by having higher levels of testosterone, your body was not as inflamed. And we know that COVID lived in adipose tissue or you know, more likely obesity longer. Um, so it's now studied that optimal testosterone levels can reduce your chances of hospitalization, reduce your chances of death. Um, and, and I think it's gonna be interesting to see this kind of unfold, but at the end of the day, optimal testosterone levels are better. Okay, awesome. Um, also, options for TRT, because uh, I'm not scared of needles. I wouldn't yep. say I'm scared of them. Um, I go to the doctor if I had to 
if they had a shove and eat on me, sure, go ahead. I'm not going to look at you doing it. Just go ahead and then you do it. I feel fine. <laughs> but I don't want to do it myself. So yeah, uh, I know there's pellets and creams out there. Yep. Any, do you know anything about in terms of the, the FXACs, one is better than the other? Or I, I, from my understanding, typically injection is the best. But any anything that you've seen? Yeah, um, this, is the, this is the million dollar question. And, and it often depends on who you're asking, right? Um, I, I think there's a community that thinks pellets is better. And I think they have research to support that. I think there, there's a community that thinks injections are better and there's research to support that as well. Um, our, our personal experience is injections do extremely well, pellets do extremely well. We tend to see a, a major drop off when it comes to creams and we tend to see a major drop off when it comes to trochies, you know, just a sublingual tablet. Uh, and you have to understand that that guys, if they're in a suboptimal range, they got a long ways to go. Let's say you're below 500 nanograms. If you're needing to get to 800, 900, 1000, that's going to take a lot. Um, what we typically do is we put guys on, on IM injections or subcutaneous injections. I personally take two subcutaneous injections a week. My levels have never been better. They don't fluctuate. Very rarely they fluctuate compared to once a week. Um, and, and they stay at a higher, more optimal rate more often. Subcutaneous injections, the easiest thing in the world. We're talking a 27, 30-age needle that's going right into your belly fat. Oh, okay. Very cool. So that's not too bad. No. Um, okay. I'm curious. I come and see you. I want to get started with blokes. Like, can you kind of walk people through, like, Sure. What, what does that look like as far as the sign-up process? And then yep. is a lab sent to me? Yep. Uh, how does that, yeah, how does that all look? Yeah, so so right now it's it's as easy as that. You go to blokes.co, fill out an online consultation form, enter just basic demographics. My admin team then calls you, sends you your standard health history forms, your informed consent, all the medical jargon that we need to do to begin your care. And at that point, we'll schedule your labs. Uh, we have a uh, national contract with both LabCorp and Quest. And uh, we send most of our patients there. If they want to pay just a, maybe a little bit more of a fee, we can we can have a concierge type uh, visit where a phlebotomist or a medical assistant or nurse can even come to your house and do that blood draw. It's really just up to that patient at that time. Once we get that initial lab, we're going to look at symptoms as much as we're going to look at the lab markers. And then we're going to decide if you're a candidate for testosterone replacement. Um, and once that happens, you know, it's usually if a patient is pretty efficient at getting this done, you can have treatment and, and your blood results within call it a week. So it's pretty quick. Um, men are a little bit, you know, they're a little bit slower to get these things done versus yeah. women. But once they get on the program, it's simple. We do anywhere from five to six blood draws on every patient a year because we really want to know what's going on as we're, as we're, you know, growing with testosterone. Yeah. Awesome. And then Oh, you just, you mentioned it. So I got to ask you, we were yeah. talking about this online, uh, totally. offline about, and I don't know if you want to talk about it here, if you're going to talk about it in your blog post, but we were just talking about that and how from my, I, my perspective as a health coach, and then your perspective from, from the regenerative side, how we're just seeing men not really wanting to take uh -huh. care of their bodies in contrast to yeah. many of the women that we serve. What are you noticing there? Or what are you seeing that well, we're just not doing good as guys? We, we suck. Um, and, and it's, it's not, it's not a matter of opinion. It's, it's a matter of fact. And, you know, I'm, I'm constantly asked this as, as, you know, a guy who sees so many men on so many, you know, different levels. I, I think it comes back, you know, we, we, we should break it down. And the fact that it's just statistically significant that men are just less apt to get care, but the understanding of why, I think there's a ton of different buckets, right? 
Um, but I think if you look back to how men are raised or boys are raised and it's, you know, rub some dirt on it, you know, tough it out. Yep. It, it's hard to translate that over years, over years and years to say, okay, I'm 35 and 45 and 55 years old. I got something going on. It's time to go see a doctor. Um, the, 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 re, the reality and the end result of that is horrible. I mean, we, 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 we suffer more disease states. We suffer more, you know, heart issues. We suffer higher cholesterol levels. Um, we die earlier. Um, and uh, typically, you know, our problems have snowballed into something that's a lot bigger than women. Um, and, you know, that's why we're excited to create joy. Um, you know, we, we, we extended the olive branch to women. And, and I'll tell you, men got to get their stuff together. They got to start getting treated. And it's not only about them. It's about their families and their, and their friends and their loved ones. Yeah. Uh, but women, man, they're, they're a responsive consumer. They're a responsive patient. They control 80% of the household spending when it comes to health decisions. My wife, for crying out loud, is what pushed me down hormone replacement therapy. Yeah. Not only that, she's the one that schedules half my appointments. So I'm just as bad and I'm talking trash about men. But let's we've got to look in the mirror and we, we got to say, listen, if we're not going to do this for ourselves, let's do it for our friends and our family. 100%. I, and I, I couldn't agree more. It's like what I see time and time again is again, this isn't just an isolated thing. It's not just your health. Cause if your health is not vital and you're not living the highest version of yourself, that is going to bleed into your area as an entrepreneur, as a dad, as a brother, as a husband. And so we got to get that stuff in line. Couldn't yeah, man. I mean, just to tell you a personal story, and, uh, you know, not to get too far off topic, but my stepfather uh, was recently diagnosed with uh, stage four colon cancer. And uh, it's sad, you know, and we're, we're, we're praying for him every day, but this is a guy that was like an oak tree, right, man? He, he, he took it as a notch on his belt to not go see a doctor. We have to reverse that psychology in some way. And, and, and you know, the, the reality is you may go to the doctor and they may tell you absolutely nothing is wrong, but you may go to the doctor once or twice a year, go get a blood draw, go get your heart checked, little things, your prostate checked, your colon checked, little things that could literally save your life. And, and it could, you know, when, when, when you're in these positions of, you know, death is actually something that may happen, you really start looking at life differently. And I think we have to, we have to start talking about this as men and we have to raise the bar. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Great. Um, let's talk about peptides real yeah. quick. Cause uh, you guys are doing some cool stuff there. I, I've been learning about peptides over the last two years. Then there was some setbacks in the peptide industry, I think, just from regulation standpoint, yep. which is probably maybe a good thing. I don't know. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, you've got a handful of peptides in terms of yep. anti-aging. I want to talk about a whole bunch, but let's talk about one in specific. You got a yep. weight loss peptide we that do. I've been seeing. I just told you when we were talking, yep. there was a, a great podcast with a guy who's very familiar with it. It's called uh, semi-glutide. Was I yep. saying it right? And this has been shown to control blood sugar, reduces appetite, improves weight control. The trial results are showing that recipients receiving a weekly dose had a mean weight loss of 15%. Yep. That's huge, yep. man. So what do you, yeah, talk about yeah. that and just what you're seeing. Yeah. You know, semaglutide has been around for years. It's been studied for years. You, you have multiple name brands, right? You, that you've probably seen. Trulicity, um, Wagovi, um, uh, Ozempic. Those are those are three of the big ones that you've probably heard. You probably heard. You probably seen commercials. Um, both have all of them have different indications. The, the original indication for semaglutide was type two diabetes, right? What they found out is a lot of patients were losing a ton of weight, and then Wagovi came along was the first 
FDA approved indicated for obesity. We use utilize semaglutide on a regular basis. And you know, to say this drug is, is a game changer, I think is an understatement. I mean, we have a, a very, unfortunately, we have a very, very obese population. What is it? 42% of all, all, all people in the United States is obese. Um, so um, it's a great drug, works really, really well. Uh, Got to be somewhat careful uh, of titration in, in terms of your dosing schedule and going up. Uh, you can easily get nausea. You can easily get acid reflux. You really want to shut that metabolic activity down at a, at a certain time. But that's really... I think leads into the importance of why you should be doing this under medical supervision, whether you're doing this with a compounded version or whether you're doing it with, you know, a name branded drug, this should be under medical supervision because some stuff can go pretty crazy, pretty quick. Um, and you got to follow that titration schedule just so you're not dosing up too quickly, but it's an amazing drug, man. I think it's going to, I think it's if, if done right. And, um, there's not a ton of abuse. I think this drug is here to stay. And, and I think it's going to help a lot of people, man, even uh, just, just feeling better. I mean, it's a phenomenal drug. Yeah. Um, and I think I was looking at your website, a typical protocol, uh, a standard is you, you do like a three month protocol. That's pretty regular. Is, is that about yeah. Right? Yeah. I think, I think it probably should be longer um, to, to really, I mean, you talked about the studies, those studies are really looking at patients no less than six months to a year. Um, and you're right. I mean, the, the, the average is somewhere between 10 and 20% of their average body weight dropping off. Um, but you got to stick to it, right? Um, what it's really doing is it's reducing appetites and cravings. And I think the hardest thing, I mean, I've, I've gone through these struggles myself. The hardest thing in, in weight loss is, is managing that. And anytime if you're hungry or, or you're craving something, the first thing you do, if you're not prepared, you go for the shitty food, right? If you have a drug that can accompany you in that process and start to eat healthier and better, that can help control the appetites and cravings. That that's, I mean, that's a gold mine, right? Yeah. Um, but that's that's really the mechanics of it. Slows down the digestive process. Uh, it makes you feel fuller longer. Yeah, I mean, I would rather much rather take something like this than going out and getting a gastric sleeve or gastric bypass surgery, which we know have been shown to have further issues with the microbiome and disrupt oh, gut bacteria. The other thing I see is I talk, I must have, I tell people this all the time. This is no joke. I probably get 10 DMS a week, uh, with someone telling me that, Hey, um, I had gastric, a gastric sleeve or yep. gastric bypass surgery. Yep. I gained all the weight back and, yep. um, now I need to, I need your help. So Dude, I got, I gotta tell you, man, you, we're picking up a lot of patients that felt gastric bypass, right? Um, I wouldn't say they go back to normal, but they go back to their eating habits. And then you start talking about the hormones that ghrelin and leptin that control that piece, right? Yeah. Um, if you, if you know, any good surgeon is going to tell you the last resort should be gastric bypass. Well, now we know that there's options on the table, such as Wagovi or such as the compounded version of semaglutide. These should be the first mode of action for anybody who's, you know, 25, 30 BMI or higher, um, just because you, your mind's going to set better habits over time. If you have something to help reduce those appetites, reduce those cravings, reduce the stomach size, um, versus going to gastric bypass. And, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're a little shocked that, that the amount of patients we're picking up from, you know, I wouldn't say failed gastric bypass, but patients that are going back to their normal habits. 100%. And I, I, I say it all the time. I say, unfortunately, it's no surprise because you never fix the root cause. Right. You never fix the mindset. You never fix the healthy eating habits. And right. so you went back into your old self. I don't care how small your stomach is. 
now this is what you got. It breaks my heart, to be honest, to hear these stories that it, it failed them and that they gain all the way back. But it's, it's actually no surprise to me, unfortunately. Totally, man. And, and you know, if you're, if even if you're not a candidate for semaglutide, there's plenty of other things. There's ALD, NLBC drug. Um, we're starting to mix in a lot of metformin for weight loss and anti-aging. Um, and, you know, I mean, you, you really got to be the right candidate for semaglutide in our eyes. You know, it's not a five or 10 pounder. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really looking at yourself and saying, hey, I want to make some change. But with that change, you got to comes with healthy eating and healthy lifestyle changes um, or else you're just going to go right back to normal. Yeah. What about uh, BPC-157? That is, yeah. uh, that's one I've heard a lot about. I've seen, I've, I've just seen from a lot of people, a lot of great resort, uh, results yep. when it comes to leaky gut, gut healing, yep. as well as wound healing. Yeah. Um, you're a user and also I'm user. just curious. Yeah. Yeah. What, what have you been seeing there? Well, it's, it's a, it's a big seller for us for the right reasons. I think gut health is something that we've neglected for years and in, in, in the community, the healthcare community. I think we're starting to understand that, that there's a lot that goes on there that causes a lot of other issues. And you're right, man, it's, it's got a systemic effect, but targets the gut and, and inflammation. I am a user of this stuff. I, I strongly believe in it. There's not a peptide on our menu that I haven't tried, fortunately. Uh, and this is one that kind of blew my mind a little bit. I, uh, my wife and I were avid pickleball players. We're the youngest pickleball players in the world, I think. Uh, but we love it. And I had an Achilles injury. And, um, you know, I had this years ago playing rugby, wrestling in high school. And I'm like, I gotta fix this thing because I gotta go back on and play pickleball. Yeah, uh, I was doing. Up. I know, right? You, you 60 year olds, I got you. I'm almost 40. But uh, you know what was crazy is I did it as a localized injection, right, in my Achilles, which was you know a little little daunting at first, but it's just a small needle. I within you know days, I, I felt a difference. I just felt like there was a little bit more lubrication, a little bit more mobility, um, and it just attacked that inflammation. Um, that said, there, there was a residual effect that I never thought I would expect. When I was a wrestler in high school, I, I cut a lot of weight and I put a lot of damage on my body. And one of the things I did, which is horrible to even say, I took X-lax to, to, to make weight. Yeah. I took water pills to make weight. And I think it gave me permanent damage for the rest of my life. Well, I started taking this stuff and weeks later, I started noticing my bowel movements were substantially different substantially more control, um, substantially more pleasant for me to go to the bathroom. And that's a lot of information, but that was one of the residual effects that I, I didn't even think about when I was taking it. And keep in mind, I was injecting myself in my Achilles. I wasn't even yeah. injecting myself anywhere my, where my, uh, you know, my stomach was, but that was one of the residual effects. And we get stories like that all the time. I wish there was more data on it. I wish there was more evidence that's beyond just clinical work and, and, and anecdotes. Um, but it's a phenomenal, phenomenal peptide. I love that you shared your, the, the BM stories. I mean, but that's yeah. like my whole life. Like everyone's like, I know this is TMI. I'm like, no, it's not like, this is, this is like by the end, by the dinner time, when I go talk to my wife, I probably had like 10 BM uh, conversations about <laughs> bowel, bowel movement. So this is uh, this is like number two of the day. So great. Um, yeah. Uh, on that note about the, the research, if you were to point someone in the right direction, because yeah. you're, you and I are kind of familiar with it, but who's, is there anybody doing research on BP57 that, so it's becoming more, or do you, do you know of any, because I've Not heard, enough. I've only heard nothing but what you're saying, good things yeah. about it and some really yeah, powerful wound healing. 
Yeah, not enough, man. I, I, I mean, they're, they're, they're small studies, small sample sizes. Um, this is one that, you know, I, I worry about from a regulatory standpoint. This is one that I worry about from a longevity standpoint that it gets abused, gets misused. Um, you know, people start putting out statements that, that have no merit. You know, any, any peptide that you're using, such as BPC-157, it, it's, it's a symptom reducer, right? There's no cure. There's no magic pill. There's no magic shot. Um, but anecdotally, the, the, there's too much evidence. And my worry is that, you know, when you start looking at something like that, the pharma industry is looking over, right? They're paying attention. Yeah. They're the ones that have the money to do these large, large trials, and they're going to be the ones that reap the rewards. Um, and, and we as consumers are doing all the legwork, but, um, you know, and the compounding pharmacies are, are, are part of that. But, you know, I hope it's here for a while. It's, it's what I consider a very, very low risk, high reward peptide, meaning you, you can do this. And, and the worst thing that's probably going to happen is you don't get any results. The best thing is you're going to heal a lot of different injuries, and joint issues and gut issues, and, and, and it's just going to come with it. Yeah. And then how much, um, I'm just thinking like, I have kind of a gritty ankle. I want to do a couple of BP. What, what would someone like me, like how, how long would I be doing these injections? Typ typically, I mean, we, everyone's well, different, but you know, just typically. Yeah. The dosing schedule is different for everybody. Most patients that we have, we start off a little bit higher. You know, you're doing five injections a week, taking two days off for, for maybe a month, maybe two months. And then you're titrating to maybe once or twice a week. So we're hoping that we can get you to a point where we can stabilize that and maintain it um, over time. But we, we don't, we don't want to go too hard. We don't want to go too light. Um, but every injury is different. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's something that's, that's structural, then, then obviously you probably need to go see an orthopedist, uh, get some x-rays, get an MRI, get a CT scan, whatever they recommend. Um, but if, if you think it's just inflammation, this is a good place to start. Yeah. And then of course, uh, I, I gotta ask, cause people are going to ask me, what are, what's like typical cost for things like B sure. seven or even the semi-glutide and then maybe the yeah. TRT can just kind of give it just ballpark. Yeah, no, our, our ranges are, are anywhere from, you know, call it three to $600. Um, and, and that, that comes with the medical consult that comes with the supervision, the check-ins. It's actually really cheap for what you Yeah, it is. And, yeah. And, and, and that's spread out over, you know, for most of these, the dosing schedules between some, I mean, at the minimum, it's one month up to probably three months depending yeah. on the patient, depending on the condition that we're trying to treat. Yeah, very cool. So it's not bad. I mean, you, you look at this and you look at what's on the market, you look at the over-the-counter you know, types of ibuprofen. I mean, that's horrible to take on a regular basis. Um, but this is something that truly people should be considering when they're in that you know, weird state of trying to figure out what the hell's going on with their gut or inflammation or tendon issues, you know, um, by far something you should be considering before, you know, any really expensive therapy. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Any, um, you got other peptides too. You yeah, got man. like a libido peptide. Uh, <laughs> what, any anything else that uh, that you see um, that is, that's exciting in terms of the peptide world, or just anything that else that you're adding on, or is it like I, I mentioned the libido one. We don't talk about that, but just no, totally. what's what's popular, or like what else are you seeing that you really like in terms of peptides? Yeah, I mean the growth hormone segment is huge right now. Um, anything somorlin, ipamorlin. Um, if you can get your hands on testosterone, um, that's a good one, but it's probably impossible at this point. 
Um, that helps with anti-aging, it helps with strength, energy, skin elasticity. So women really love it and they really do well with it. My wife takes growth hormone peptide. Um, and all we're doing at that point is we're really speeding up more natural production of that, right? Um, you know, other ones I like, I love the brain stuff, man. I, you, you know, I'm, I, I used to be a meathead and I, I used to lift all the time, but, but anything that makes me feel better in my head, is is amazing um that one is, is called cmax is that a peptide or like a nasal spray or it is it? man it's a it's a nootropic peptide that gets Whoa. past the brain barrier and it's so easy most patients get some type of relief within two weeks um and, and it's just a nasal spray once once in each nostril every morning I actually took this. Um, I got to get some of this. I got to. Oh, dude, I'll, we'll send you some. I, it's one of my favorites. Um, I love growth hormone peptides. I think semaglutide's going to change the world. Uh, yeah. BPC-157 is amazing. Uh, the libido ones, my wife and I have it in the fridge. We haven't broke it out. It's kind of one of those things when we get a week in a way. Yeah. But I will tell you, one of our nurse practitioners did it, and she goes, Josh, it's the real deal. Oh, okay. uh, and, and, and PT-141 is actually an FDA-approved drug. So um, it's it's pretty rocking, man. So. Okay. All right, man, I gotta, I'm gonna have to take a, I'm gonna have to take a, a roll it like a roll, index, <laughs> roll, you know, scroll through uh, blokes uh, uh, soon. Yeah. Okay. And those, and those are the common ones. I mean, if, if, if there's other ones out there, we have access to it, but you know, like anything else and, 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 and any business or practice, you, you kind of flow to the path of least resistance. And we have, you know, access to, you know, 50, 60, 70 plus peptides, right? Um, but, you know, those are the commons that we prescribe that we know work on, on, a, on a very consistent basis. Um, you know, and, and a lot of guys are stacking these, right? They're taking, you know, some type of hormone optimization with a growth hormone, uh, maybe BPC. Um, some guys are doing TRT with a growth hormone and even, you know, some glutide because they all have different effects, but all of them are equally valuable and they all play a different role in the body. Awesome stuff. And then I'm just curious too. Um, I didn't mention, I wanted to ask you just so the audience knows how are you guys, you know, verifying your quality because yeah, man. in the peptide world and the TRT and growth hormone, all of this quality is a big issue. And we know there's a lot of bunk coming out of China and yeah. I want people to go to somewhere like blokes and know that they're getting a good quality that the testing is rigorous and they're getting yep. good stuff. Yeah. I, I listen, man, I, I blogged on this and, and I would encourage all your viewers to go to this blog. I put a lot of time into it. I've spoke with multiple pharmacies to understand the differences and, it, you know, it, it's scary uh, to some extent, um, one for the patient uh, and two for the longevity of the space. I mean, I, TRT has been abused. Well, let's say, let's say testosterone, not TRT. Yeah. Testosterone has been abused for years and, and it's continuing to be abused. And this is one of those that can be high risk, low reward if you do it the wrong way. Mm. Um, you know, this whole growth science is, is good and bad. Yeah. Um, but what it's created is this vacuum of, of guys giving advice from the back of their car and selling, you know, <laughs> God knows what, what testosterone, masteron, sustenon, all these crazy things that are, are not regulated. You have no idea where they're coming from. We get patients every day, man, that have heart issues. And, and we had one patient that had a heart attack years ago. Um, we have patients that will inject themselves in their butt. They can't walk for days. Um, you know, we get infections from, from these type of things. 
you have to know the source. You have to know where this stuff is coming from. And if it's coming from a compounded pharmacy, you're almost guaranteed that that source is good. That source has been tested. What they do at, at compounded pharmacies is far different. I mean, they're buying from FDA approved facilities for their ingredients. Um, that means they're getting the highest pharmaceutical grade purity. They're testing this stuff for any type of weird chemicals. Um, and when they test it, they, they batch test that stuff and they're sending it off to third party labs. The beauty of that is those third party labs, if they come back with anything that seems off, they cannot legally release that batch, right? Um, so if you're getting this from a compounded pharmacy, you're going to be in good hands. The, the next important thing is making sure this stuff is done under medical supervision. You want the right dosing schedule. You want, you want somebody to want to do labs. I mean, I just did a lab um, and, and my CDC showed that my blood was really, really thick. So I had to recently go and donate blood. Those are things that you, you, you know you want to have. And you know, the, the analogy I give is if your blood is at an optimal level, it's going to flow through a straw like water. But in my case, it was almost like peanut butter trying to get through that, that straw. So a lot of things were off because of that. I, I had a really inflamed state. So I feel a lot better now that I did it. But if you're not doing regular check-ins and, and regular blood draws and getting these things from the right sources, you're doing yourself a disservice and you're probably only saving, you know, 50, 60 bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. TRT is really not that much. And no. The monthly dose, it's for what you get. It's, it's really not that much. No, no. What, uh, okay, so now everyone's excited. Where, uh, who, who can get this right now around the United States? Like, what areas yeah. are you serving? I know you're really expanding right now, which is yep. really cool. So you can reach more and more people, but yeah. Yeah, man, we're right now 16 states. Um, you know, I'll name a few of the big ones and, and, and a few that are in the works. We're in California, Washington, Oregon, Colorado, Texas, Arizona, Utah, uh, Illinois, Iowa, um, Florida. We're in the process of getting New York. Um, Nice. You know, we just added Tennessee, you know, the medical process is a little bit rigorous uh, and you want to make sure that you have the appropriate license in each state to prescribe these medications. Um, and, and it's just knocking one out at a time. We're hoping to bring on a couple of medical directors that uh, are licensed in multiple states that can practice in multiple states. Um, and, and, you know, we're hoping this can happen within the next three or four months to where we can take on at least 40 of the 50 states pretty soon. But uh, we cover majority of the United States in terms of population right now, and we're adding every day. Yeah, very cool. Go to our website. I think that's the best way to say because I, I know I probably missed some, um, but there's a, you know, there's a section that talks about where we treat, um, and it's about 16 states right now. Very neat, dude. Yep. Um, what a, I'm just curious. Before I jump into some lightning round questions, yeah, totally, just, man. You know what are what are some other exciting projects that you're working on right now? I know you got Joy, Shoes Joy, yeah, uh, the female version. But anything else you want to chat about? Man, I um, I'm right now on dad duty, brother. I I, I love being a dad. That's yeah. if there was one calling on earth outside of me being an entrepreneur, that's it. My wife and I, we love to do development projects. So we, we, we love to build luxury homes. We love to invest in, you know, large projects that that's kind of the, the next thing for us, but we are, we're an inch wide and mile deep into this game right now, man. And we are truly, truly, I, I've taken it somewhat personal and, you know, I've never been more passionate about something in my life. And, and, and I, I sound like the my pillow guy, right? Like I'm, I'm a customer and I'm a boss and I'm the owner. Right. Yeah. But it's true. I, I, I felt like shit years ago, man. And, and, and I, I just had one of the best workouts I've had this morning in a, 
you know, I can't even remember. It was in my mid-20s. So we're an inch wide, a mile deep in what we're doing, man. And, and we're really, really trying to optimize every individual that comes into us. Yeah, love that. I mean, and it, you've grown fast already, and it's just going to be nice to see what there's so much more i know you i'm sure it's like we got to get this pet we got to do this there's there's yeah so it's really cool it's gonna be it's gonna be really nice to just see your evolution over the, even the next year to the next five years it'd be really cool i'm excited man we're um you know we're gonna look at raising money this has been self-funded i've been fortunate and had a lot of success and um done well in healthcare and uh you know but but getting the word out getting getting a larger footprint costs a lot of money. Marketing costs, as you know, are real, Um, you know, and and there's only so many ways we can grab these people, but, you know, we're going to raise money, I think in the next three months and and, and hopefully, you know, your viewers and and those around them are going to see a lot more of us. Very cool. All right. One last question before we jump into some lightning round questions. Anything that I didn't ask you that you wish I had? No, man. Um, life is good, brother. I, I, I love what we're doing. I, I love talking to you. I love spreading the word. And even if it's not through us, you know, make sure you're getting checked, uh, especially when you start crossing those thresholds of a, as a man and woman. Um, you know, life and aging doesn't have to be a pain in the ass. It doesn't have to feel like crap. You know, weight, weight gain doesn't have to be there. I mean, these are all things that you can, you can address, you know, if you get the right help. But more importantly, own that journey, right? I mean, we talked about this. Own your own success. Own your own health journey. If you can do that, you're going to be better off than everybody else. That might be the name of our podcast. I haven't thought of a title, but that might be the title. Aging doesn't it's, have to be a pain in the ass. It doesn't, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, there, <laughs> this whole biohacker thing blows my mind. Um, you know, and I don't, I just want to feel better, right? I want to, I, the, however long I'm on earth, I just want to live better. Um, but this whole biohacking thing, I think is amazing because it's raising the bar on preventative and proactive care. And we need more of that. I'm, you know, I've become disenfranchised with Western medicine and and I've seen it and seen it. It's getting worse and worse and we have to start taking control of our health. You know, and it's exciting when you start to actually bring that autonomy back to yourself and you start to feel back in control. It's actually really exciting and, and a very good feeling for the, the clients, the patients that get to do it. It's actually empowering. It's, it is empowering. It's motivating. Everybody around you feels better. And, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you're spreading that word and I'm glad we're doing the same with you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's jump into some lightning round questions. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't go three hours like Joe Rogan, but dude, no, no, no. It's (laughs) all good. We'll bring you on for a part two uh, in the future after we'll we'll microdose. We'll We'll do a three hour microdose podcast. Yes. Uh, all right. If the old you could see the new you, what would the new you say? These are these are not rapid fire. These are in depth. Um, yeah. First, he would he would tell me good job, uh, good job on your accomplishments, sticking to your goals. Uh, and the next thing he would tell me would be, take it easy. It all comes together, right? Like everything comes together, and uh, you know, relax in that process and just stay positive. I mean, I. I, I, everybody can get down on themselves and go through that rabbit hole, but the more positive, the better I'm able to deal with those situations. And that probably be the biggest thing. Don't get down on yourself. Yeah. Love that, man. That's some of the same advice I have to give myself. So yeah. Um, what are, what are some choices that you made that you think made you who you are today? Um, I think, I think it starts with the foundation. You know, I, my, my dad was military 20 years. Uh, my mom was a flight attendant and, uh, we, what we lacked in, in, in money, we, we, we had in love. And, 
um, that gave me the foundation to make the right choices, right? And, and having that supporting cast. So, you know, while I've made those decisions and, and I've made those choices, I, I came from a good background to say, go out and go out and hunt, go out and make some mistakes. And, and, I, and I, I would say if there was one thing for me personally, it was taking risk and taking big risk. I mean, I'm in the situation I'm in because I took more risk than damn near anybody I know. And know that not everything's going to work out, but something's going to happen at some point or another. And every risk that I took at some point or another allowed me to take another risk to be better and better. So take more chances, take more calculated risks. Um, but ultimately, I had the foundation to, to, to believe in myself to do that. Yeah, so, so cool. So crucial. I love that. Um, you know, you're doing such amazing things in the regenerative world and just the health world. I'm curious who in the health and wellness world inspires you or anybody else that like you're following, you know, or just, yeah, I, I, I think I, it's funny, man. I was thinking about this this morning. I was listening to some music and I, and I said, I'm often uninspired. I, I really am. And, and, and where I get a lot of my inspiration is my friends and my family. Um, but I, I take a lot of anecdotes, man. I, I, I listen to a lot of the medical leaders that were on Brogan. Um, you know, Ben Greenfield's, I think, opened my life to, to understand peptide therapy more, but more or less empowered me to, to understand it more. Um, a lot of it has just been, I, I would say, with thought leaders that I integrate with here in the medical community, orthopedic surgeons, neurospine surgeons, pain management physicians, interventional radiologists that I just have a big network in. That's where I think I get most of my inspiration from. Um, you know, it's, it's picking up a lot of anecdotes. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're surrounded by such great people, right? They just, car- they, they're sharpening your sword every day. Every day, it's man. Really I, nice. I've been, I've been, uh, you know, my, my first gig, uh, in, in the health community was, was striker. So I was, I was selling the neurosurgeons or those spine guys and, you know, I had to be sharp and, you know, they, they sharpened my iron for sure. And, and allowed me to think differently about this stuff and, and how to approach, you know, opportunities, uh, you know, with, with, you know, narrow vision and, and just knowing your products really well. So they, they have definitely raised the bar for me. Yeah. I'm a big reader. Any, um, any books that you'd recommend someone read? Is there like a top one to three books that you had an impact in your life? And you'd say, you should probably go read these. You know, yes and no. I, I, I buried myself in studies the, the last five years. So I read nothing fun, uh, that people, people want to, uh, want to read. I I'm a huge, huge fan of Malcolm Gladwell. So yeah. if you haven't read the Malcolm Gladwell series, do it. I, I love this, the Freakonomics, the super Freakonomics. If I had a, a, a past life, I probably would have been an economist. I love anything that deals with that and, and, and why things happen, uh, but why things happen from an economic viewpoint. Um, so those are my favorites. Yep. Yeah, he's great. Uh, a couple more questions. Yep. Any rituals or just hacks or practices that you follow on like a regular basis? I'm just curious. You know, I, I would say my wife and I are pretty, pretty big into working out now, red light therapy, infrared saunas, um, ozone therapy. Uh, we, we do a lot. We do that every morning with water. Um, you know, those are, those are our main things. And then just, you know, getting out in the sunshine, man. I mean, it kind of sucks right now. Colorado has been hit by a bunch of snow, but we just got to get out and yeah. get our vitamin D level. So, you know, if that's a hack, I, I'm sure a lot of people do it, but no, we, good. you know, my, my wife has been 
into biohacking before it was biohacking. And, and she got me on all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a bunch of garbage, you know, the essential oils and, you know, the salt rock. But then all of a sudden, these, these therapies came around that we started using and we believe in them and yeah. they work. Yeah, it's funny. My wife just started getting into doTERRA essential oils. Sure. We've been using essential oils for a long time, but we've recently switched over and we were like, wow, like there's a difference um, in that brand. And so now she's really geeking out. So I find like we're always, I said sharpen, iron sharpens iron, but it, we really are. It's like we're constantly just, you know, Lego blocking and learning new things and adding it to our, our practices. So it's totally, nice. man, totally. I, I, I'm, I'm, into, I'm into trying everything at least once. Um, you know, I, I, I think the whole biohacking community is getting tough. It's hard to keep up. Right. Um, the one thing I, I will say that we use every day is our chili pad. Oh. And I, God, man, that has been a game changer. We, I sleep hot. My wife sleeps hot. We like the, the room temperature right, right around 65. Um, and, and we, we get that chili sleep down to that same temperature. We sleep like babies because of it. That's a huge one. Um, and I didn't think it was really that important until I read Michael, uh, no, Matt Walker's book, Why We Sleep. And he shows the studies and like why it's so important to get that core body temperature down. And yeah. if you can do it fast, well, fast enough and long enough, you will get into deep sleep faster and longer. And so it, it is, there's some good science there. Like, yeah. Totally, man. I, um, I, I didn't realize until I started getting a little bit older how important rest and recovery was. And how I started really noticing is when I didn't get good rest and recovery, I felt like shit and yeah. it didn't matter what I did the day before. Um, I, it's something that I think we, we focus on maybe too strongly and we just got to get in bed and relax. But I will tell you, that's the one thing that helps me tremendously. Huge. Love that. Thanks for sharing that one. You got it. Last but not least, Josh Whalen, where can people find you, man? Lopes.co is our men's, men's version for optimization Choose Joy, J-O-I.co is, is our women's line. We're really, really excited about that. And if anybody has to get in touch with me, I give everybody my email, josh at blokes.co. Um, it's as easy as that. I am I'm addicted to, to, to work and I love it. Um, so I'm constantly responding to messages at every hour of the day. Uh, even if my chili pad didn't get me to sleep, I'll respond at 2 a.m. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm a phone call or an email away, man. Awesome. Josh, thanks for being on the show, brother. You bet, buddy.